Hello everyone and welcome, my name is Luke Knowles and you're now listening to Inside the Industry. Yes, this is the first episode of the brand new podcast here on Barstool Music UK. As you know, on the Barstool Music Show via Switch Radio, shameless plug there, um, you'll hear some of the best new music from some incredible artists on the unsigned and independent scene in the UK. However, I thought it'd be nice to get to know the people behind those artists, the promoters, the producers, the sound engineers, the technicians, the managers, the record labels, and even the venue owners and reviewers. Um, each week, I'll be sitting down with a brand new guest who covers one of those fields and we'll be talking all about the music industry what's good what's bad and what the future could hold for it we'll focus on local scenes national scenes and maybe a bit further down the line might even take a tiptoe into the international however before our sites get too unfocused let's zoom in and take a look at the local scene here in birmingham my first two guests are the dynamic duo behind the brilliant new up-and-coming label girl grown there's a brilliant ideology around it, brilliant philosophy, and again, like I said, just two great people heading up the project. So um, without me just telling you bullet points, let's crack on with the conversation. You never know, you might learn something. I know I definitely will. Um, but yeah, so introducing our first guests. Hello, Richard Morgan. Hello, Bryony Williams. How are you doing? Very good, thank good. you. Yes, very it's good. very nice to see. You. I see that obviously you've been very busy over the lockdown independently. But now you've come together to create um, Girl Grown, which from what I can see is kind of focused on female artists and non-binary artists. Is that sort of like, okay, right to say? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, very open. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and what, what, how did it kind of come around? Was it always something that sort of bubbled in your subconscious and you sort of like was like, right, we need to get going on something? Or is it kind of a conversation led to a spur of the moment idea? Um, well, for me, with Girl Grown, God, I'm sorry, this dog. <laughs> um, uh, for me, I think it's always just been a personal matter, um, yeah. being a female artist, I think, naturally. Um, so it's, it's, it's always been there, the idea of um, contributing to the representation um, yeah. of women, uh, non-binary people, uh, queer communities, um within the music industries whether that's and that's probably coming from an artist perspective but yeah through releasing my own music um I would say I'm not just an artist like I do have knowledge of the industry um, yeah through, through a DIY sense um so with whatever that knowledge I've gained over my own experiences for me to then kind of contribute that back to people um, in their early stages of their careers, um, who just need maybe maybe that knowledge, maybe that support and guidance. Yeah, kind of like that first step onto the ladder that they might yeah. not get in various other places. You hope to be that kind of, as I said, a real positive force. Yeah, absolutely, and just be very transparent with it. Yeah. Okay, and have you have you both sort of worked on big projects together? Or is this kind of the first time you've? really focused in on something as individuals it's the first time we've really focused uh, together yeah obviously i've brought on uh some of my shows yeah um but i mean we've been friends for a long long while now yeah we, we're drinking buddies <laughs> uh <laughs> the best <laughs> yeah so 
obviously, I knew that Brian here got Girl Grown as a fanzine. Yeah. Uh, which he started a few years ago. Yeah. Okay. Um, and he hadn't, because Brian, he originally was supposed to be travelling last year. Yeah. And COVID ended up sending her back home. Yeah. Um, Girl Grown hasn't really had a fanzine out for like over a year or something. So the the sort of site was just sitting there. Yeah. Um, and I've been thinking about how to, you know, perhaps start with a label somehow. Mm. Um, and I looked at Girl Grown and just thought there's a great opportunity there, like for a site was, you know, well, a, a project that's currently not really doing anything. Yeah. Um, we've both got the same sort of ideas and um, we're into this, promoting a similar kind of things musically uh, yeah. with and non-binary artists. So it just made sense seeing, you know, how well we know each other and because we're friends to just let's let's do something with it. Yeah. And I put the idea to Brian in. She she was like she loved it straight away. Yeah. And um, it was only a few weeks ago we first sort of spoke about it. And now I mean, we've <laughs> yeah. got our first release tomorrow, official release, and we've already signed a second artist to the label now, which we can't really I don't know if we know announcing who it is yet or Probably not at the moment. No, not yet. We'll, we'll, we'll keep that under. Ah, I thought it was going to yeah, be an yeah. exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, so it does, it kind of sounds like it's really um, sort of snowballed from, like like you said, just a couple of weeks ago, it was just a simple conversation, shall we do this? And then before you know it, you'd, like, part, like I, I saw on um, your Instagram, Brian, that you're, like, sending off press packs and all those kinds of yeah. things. And it is it is it has it been a kind of a non-stop sort of whirlwind of everything coming together and falling into place and you're kind of still a bit shell-shocked that it's building the way it is? Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Um, because I, when me and Rich were having these conversations, which, you know, like like he says, was only like less than a month ago, um, I already in the back of my mind, I was thinking, okay, let's relaunch Girl Grown for 2022. Yeah. Which, um, you know, and like kind of really, really hit it hard then. But then obviously with this, kind of collaboration opportunity I was just like well what's what's the point of delaying that like yeah of course so let's let's just let's just run with it now and do what we can and then kind of almost like figure the rest out later or like as we go on yeah um so so things are happening but it feels quite like um like you know the the foot is on the pedal or on the gas whatever (laughs) yeah yeah it's it's still it's still quite surreal and sort of like is this actually happening like are we really doing this (laughs) yeah absolutely so I can't wait for like just an afternoon to be able to kind of breathe a little bit and like sit down and really kind of you know in my mind for it to all to kind of make sense more almost you know yeah like almost streamline the thing it's like with what I've, I've done with Boston Music it kind of you have the idea and you commit to the idea before you even think the idea fully through. <laughs> yeah. And then you get to a point where it's like, right, people are taking notice now. I need to start getting a bit more focus. <laughs> absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And obviously it's, you know, it, what we're sending out is, like it shouldn't need to be, but obviously it isn't like a political message too. Yeah. Um, in, in like society. So it's also very important. And I'm very conscious of this, like of getting like terminology and language and knowledge uh, very up to date and very correct yeah um so it's, it's it can be quite nerving to be like to be speaking about it in case of uh, yeah do you find it's been quite a it's it's quite a learning curve to make sure like because obviously who, who you're representing like, yeah i'm a 49 year old straight guy so <laughs> term, term, terminology you know we've with things in the queer community and yes 
I'm very scared of saying the wrong thing because whilst I've tried to teach myself people's pronouns and things like that, it's very, it's, it's very easy, easy yeah. without meaning to. So that can be quite scary at times. Um, <laughs> yeah. And that's that's also the same with me being, you know, a female queer <laughs> person. Yeah. So it's, it's still like, you know, but um, but, you know, obviously our intentions are are like golden so yeah you're never coming from a place of of like uh you know um misbehavings or anything <laughs> yeah it's, it's not like a like a almost um and i don't know if this is the wrong phrase to you but like a, you've not got like a self-righteous attitude when creating this it's just from a genuine sort of like oh, yeah. compassionate part where you're like i i see an imbalance in the industry and i think we've got the tools to maybe try and add a little bit more weight to the other side of the discussion kind of thing absolutely absolutely yeah. and especially in our in our local scene which yeah is what, 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 like you know what we know um you know and it needs it so hopefully yeah. We, yeah. we can be i mean there's not just us there, there are other people of course like other organizations that yeah um, do have this in mind as well but you know i guess just in in our realm and like kind of I guess in the indie scene like you know again like what we and rich go to in terms of gigs etc like yeah hopefully we can be the stronghold kind of in that section yeah like have you noticed um obviously being a queer musician yourself Bryony, have you know have, have you sort of come up against any sort of brick walls in regards to when booking gigs or even starting your career early on yeah i, I don't know if i would necessarily say brick walls yeah but just upon reflection um coming up through the start of my uh, musical career, um, I just realized like there was just no women around. Like mm. there was no re uh, female representation. Like I kind of, I got I, my my foot in the door came through um, a dude, <laughs> um, you know, uh, through Field Harmonic. Yeah. Um, so that was my in on that um, at like a young age, like 16. And yeah. Um, such, yeah. And then, you know, through getting gigs like that and getting to know promoters, again, it's, you know, I, I was giving these opportunities. So, you know, this isn't completely coming from backlash at all, but just, yeah. just the observation that it was just, you know, a white cis man. And yeah, I was, I don't think I've ever been necessarily um, like put into any, well, too many weird situations, but, <laughs> but like, again, it's, it is that kind of fear also from just like female safety too. Like, yes these things can easily happen and 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 have happened to me and it's just like if 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 maybe that scenario was the guy was swapped out for a female that probably wouldn't happen yeah you know so it is kind of there's a lot of things to think about here like not just necessarily yeah and they're not necessarily things that people would automatically think about when you're kind of discussing female representation in music it's it's people just focusing on sort of like oh there's not enough female on a lineup but then there are deeper sort of yeah. underlying issues and even with um backstage stuff about you Richard have you found like in booking gigs and things you've come across many female like sound engineers and things like that or is um, it very again I've only ever seen I've not worked with them but I've only ever seen one female sound engineer in Birmingham yeah. um I can't think what her name is but I know she works like the uh, Cuban embassy yeah um but every sound engineer who's ever worked one of my gigs, obviously I don't choose a sound engineer. Yes, so yeah. Provided them, um, have always been male. Yeah. Um, I mean, so even the local promoters, I'm struggling to think of many like female promoters. Mm. Um, 
So it's, it's, it's kind of not necessarily just artists either. Yeah, it's, kind it's, of, it's, it's, it's a the all sort of thing. I yeah. mean, it's probably getting better. And, and yeah. I'm sure there is um, some female promoters in Birmingham. I can think of one there, but I can't give a name. Yeah. Um, so it's getting better in that sort of sense. But at the same time, it's still very much a male-dominated industry. Yeah. And, and I think even, even in terms of booking bands, obviously female acts or uh, actually female singers are being yeah. booked. Yes. But I still think there's more leaning towards your typical all-male guitar band sort of thing, you know. Yeah, yeah. Probably, I don't know, that's probably, it's like the festivals, every time you see the posters for a lineup for those. Yeah. You know, it's like um, we said the other day, we was, we was talking to BBC. For me, it kind of feels like it's still the 90s because it's like still, it's Liam Gallagher, it's Shed 7, the current Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's literally as if like, you know, it's just the next day sort of thing. I've gone to bed, next day the posters come up for the gig. And yeah. I'm still in the 1990s because yeah. it's all those bands and there are hundreds and hundreds of great acts. Okay, yeah, they might not be headline worthy, but they would still not be out of place, you know, on a decent spot on a festival. Yeah, I've yeah. got female or non-binary artists. Yeah. So it's, it's it's just very frustrating. And if a... we can help that yeah. with the label, you know, more power to it. Yeah, well, well, definitely. I think I think what you've started um, could be a proper wave, especially in the local sort of Birmingham area and sort of like the West Midlands as a whole. I think that what you're doing could be a positive message, and hopefully, more people will kind of pick up the baton and do it themselves. Because at sort of the unsigned and independent level, it's it is all about different labels and groups and things coming together to work as one whole rather than kind of against yeah. each other. Yeah, that's the scene needs to come. Yeah, everybody yeah. needs to work together. Yeah, um, you know, it's not about us having success or somebody else having success. It's about the city of Birmingham having success. Yeah, in promoting female and non non male artists. Yeah, yeah, you know, and, and being at the forefront of it. You know, if let's be proud of the city. Let's you know all come together and do it so we people can shine a light in Birmingham and say like, he's a really progressive city. Yeah, like, yeah. All for like you know female and non male musicians and we're seeing the promotion of them. Yeah, hopefully, well, hopefully that can happen one day. Yeah, definitely. And, and I think it hopefully will be time soon because obviously with, with the two of you doing what you're doing with Girl Grown and all, obviously, Richard, you do with Indie Midlands, you do sort of promote yeah. female artists, non-binary artists a yeah. lot. And hopefully it's one of those things that coming out of lockdowns, people have had time to think about, reflect on. And even even if it is just at a grassroots level, we can get the diversity started there so that by the time these bands do sign the big labels or that sort of stuff, they'll be doing the headline slots at your big festivals and things like that. Hopefully. Yeah, yeah. Because I think with festivals a lot of the time, I, for personally, it's it's the financial aspect of it. They book a band yeah. that they know is going to sell their three, £400 ticket. <laughs> yeah, and, I, it, and I agree, I agree yeah. with that. But my argument is a lot of the press plugs yeah. the same bands. If they were to plug the non-male bands, maybe they'd being the mainstream more yeah so yeah tickets, you know it's, it's it's all sort of like a vicious circle it, it is that if all the all the popular like diy magazine they think are gonna keep telling you liam gallagher's the greatest thing ever yeah. people are gonna believe that liam gallagher's the greatest thing ever and that's what they're gonna listen to yeah you know it's, 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 it's <laughs> i probably should have brought this up because i've been rambling a little bit here. <laughs> <laughs> no it's fine no, it's fine. but yeah, it's because it, it is great. And obviously, Bronnie said it started as like a, a fanzine. When you started the fanzine, was that sort of your aim with the fanzine was to promote exclusively female non-binary 
artists through that yeah absolutely like yeah. 100 um so so yeah that's like yeah I, I came up with like a business plan because it was it was girl grammar kind of born the idea of it was born out of like a, a university module that i was tasked with which was yeah. to create like an innovative disruptive uh a company um that could okay. like kind of disrupt you know the market a little bit in the i think they should be doing that more <laughs> right yeah. <laughs> like, okay and then like I was really at this time so this is like a couple of years ago and I was really like like my university like degree itself all my research and stuff was embedded in in uh the music industry um yeah. and a lot of its history and like you know and, and I was really getting amped up about like a 90s riot girl era and all that yeah. jazz and I was like this is phenomenal and then like I, and then I was got onto like reading posts and stuff and just like how wow that movement was so like radical in the 90s yeah it's still like the exact same conversation almost is still happening and that's yeah like, it's almost like nothing's changed 30 years on yeah which is just like oh wow okay how you know I, I just you know just how anyway so obviously I was getting a bit there enthusiastic about this yeah and, uh, and so my business plan was kind of like you know it was, it was building an empire you know <laughs> it was like, we're gonna have festivals gonna yeah. like, uh, you know and all this jazz um and infiltrate everything but obviously I'm one person and I was studying a degree and also working as well yeah and making music so you know there's only so much a person can do but yeah. I was already at the time going to a lot of gigs on a weekly basis and taking photographs of the the acts yeah but they just weren't going anywhere um mm. like I, I wasn't I just did it for fun and then so I was like well music like music zines were part of the the this big em empire <laughs> <plan>. <laughs> and I was like well I could do the zines though I mean you know I've already got the content in terms of visuals there um and I could just start interviewing bands or, yeah. or acts um and that was really easy to, to do it was so easy in, in, in yeah. ways like Maybe my artist's reputation helped me with that by knowing, yeah. of course, but just by emailing a promoter and being like, hey, like, I see you've got this act booked. Um, do you reckon there's a chance I can like interview them at some point, like before the gig or whatever? Yeah. And then also saying that, sending that same email to to their like tour, tour manager or yeah. whatever, especially if they're like a, an overseas artist or anything. Yeah. And especially, to be fair, um, especially overseas artists, like their tour managers are just like, yes, let's do it. That sounds yeah. great. Why not? Because they probably haven't had any Birmingham print press. Yeah, they, yeah. How yeah. do you even get into that? Yeah. Um, you know, uh, so um, so that was really, really cool to do. And then uh, my good friend Jess Weberly, uh, she's a designer, so yeah. she she designed all right the Grey Wave, who's also Grey Wave uh, music. Plug, plug for Jess there. <laughs> Go and get the new EP um, out now. <laughs> available on Spotify. Yeah. Um, um, <laughs> oh, and she, and she has a physical record out that you're you're able to order too. <laughs> if you ask nice, nicely, she might sign it. <laughs> yes, yes. Sign it, yes, sign it. Um, so, so, yeah, so, so those, so the zines were really fun and quite somewhat easy to do yeah um and 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 yeah like rich said like uh i was planning on well i did go traveling like the the start of 2020 and so yes i remember talking to you about that you're planning on going traveling yeah so everyone, i just all... like you know 
paused life and I was like, I'm yeah. off. <laughs> See ya. Um, and obviously, you know, not for long. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so, the, so already like Girl Grown was then going on like a hiatus. Yeah. Um, and now it just seems like, well, very transparent. Yeah. Like we're not, we're trying not to like bite off more than we can chew or anything. Like we're yes. not like promising people like the world or anything like that. We're yeah. like, this is what we can do. Um, no matter how, like it could be just small things, um, yeah. to like room size, whatever. Um, you know, and, and that's the artists or whoever wants to work with us, it's, you know, then it's at their choice if they're like, yeah, like that sounds rad. Like let's, let's yeah. get on board with this. And like, let's, let's like contribute and build this community yeah. uh, within the indie space. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it, it just sounds really brilliant. I, I could sit here talking for hours about it. Obviously. One of the positives as well is um, anybody who does come on Girl Grown gets the perspective of an artist, i.e. Bryony, a touring yeah. artist, so that, you know, anything they want to talk about and that sort of thing, they've got Bryony. Yeah. They've got myself who's been doing PR and management for, you know, a good few years now. So that's there to help them. Yeah. Um, so like you know there might be some people who are a bit confused what to do and, and not sure quite where to turn yeah so. definitely i think with the, the two the two combined you've both got as i said you've both got like um, well as you said you from either end of the aisle yeah you've got a you've got a take on it you've got personal experience with it whether it's performing on stage or dealing with venues you'd like there's yeah. no question that really together you shouldn't be able to answer yeah. And I, th- I think that's a real, again, I know I keep saying, but it is a real positive thing that you're doing. And like, what what is in your empire, Bryony? What, what is the kind of your hope for Girl Grown sort of going forwards? Like, are you thinking festivals or anything like that yet? Yeah. Um, again, this comes back to that that special afternoon I get to sit down and be like, yeah. right. And like, if you if you're going to do this, you got to commit. And how are you going to how you, how are you going to get funding and stuff like this for that? Yeah. I think that'll be mine and rich's next talk really is like is is, is uh, applying for funding yes uh, from like you know the arts council and, and etc and the prs etc um but in, in my mind at the mo um i think a festival why not like yeah you know, um there's I, I can't tell you the, the people behind it but there's again from from um the announcement of all the festival lineups this year which were really like demoralizing yeah during it seemed like we were on like a bit of steam for a bit of change and then all of a sudden same old <laughs> it's, it's reverted back straight yeah. away and it's just like wow I like it feels like that work and progression has somewhat lost yeah um but the, there's there's people a group of people in Manchester who are putting out out of out of all that out of all their frustration they're putting yeah. on an all-day festival called no man's land in august oh okay that is like just for female non-binary artists yeah I, i'm pretty sure i'm, I'm like 99 percent sure of that yeah i think i have heard something about that i think they're on the news or something talking about um how they were doing it yeah or and that's... There's, there's there's or there is other people out there doing it but i know that there is definitely something like that in the pipeline somewhere <laughs> Absolutely. And that's just from, yeah, again, like people like, you know, people like you and I and, and, and Rich, yeah. <laughs> of course, um, just, yeah, our frustrations and being like, wow, like, why, why don't we just do this ourselves? Yeah. And you know what? It doesn't have to be the glitz and glam. It can, you can like really scrim on like your budget. Um, yeah. 
and you know it doesn't have to be perfect like you know people just kind of just want to rock up and be like right yeah i, mean, I, I think because because i i kind of put together a charity festival each summer and we have like i think it's a budget of like a thousand pounds and that's it like all the acts do it for free and it's in the back uh, in a pub garden with a handmade stage and we just have <laughs> the best time like everyone that comes is like this is great this is so cool it's like it's, it's only ever really i think our maximum is about 500 people turned up the one year but there's just something about like you said just a proper diy festival without the carnival rides the domino's <laughs> pizza box and all this kind of thing it's it, there's just something about doing a one day finish at 11 o'clock everyone's just had so much to drink that they don't care whether they're going to walk home or not <laughs> just to quickly interject if Domino's Pizzas want to sponsor Indie Midlands that's yeah. fine <laughs> I'll take Papa John's gosh yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you I'm with you Brian I'd take Papa John's over Domino's <laughs> unfortunately though the kids love Pizza Hut so I have to stick with that one <laughs> <laughs> oh, pizza is my favorite as well so yeah. i'd happen to be your, happy to be your kids just any pizza firm anywhere i just yeah. want free pizza yeah. <laughs> just <send us> food. <laughs> yeah. i'll take chicago town yeah. <laughs> <laughs> got a big enough freezer it's fine <laughs> yeah we've already like again on the sort of we're already uh, collaborating on two shows at the moment, yeah. in Indie Midland and Girl Ground Productions. Yeah, uh, promotions rather. Um, Chloe Margaret at Sunflower Lounge in July, and a band called Arch Femesis again at the Sunflower Lounge in August. Yeah, um, but we have discussed looking to do something not so much a festival, uh, so, but just a little bit bigger kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know where maybe you can spread it across the old day sort of thing. Yeah, um, and we've kind of mentioned briefly a few acts who ideally we'd love to get sort of thing yeah um so well we've not had a massive conversation about here or, or serious conversation i suppose we should say yeah it's, we it's have kind of air. you know brief, we've, yeah we've discussed we've yeah. discussed things um, yeah i'm sure i'd be very surprised if, if by about november time we, we hadn't arranged something yeah well yeah. All, all i can say is if anything you do if you ever need any more support me and my little bar stool will be there to help in any way I can as well. That's appreciated. <laughs> yeah, no problem. Well, it's been amazing chatting to both of you, Richard and Bryony. Amazing you. what you're doing. And I just really hope that it does chip away and people start picking up their own chisels and having a go to. If anybody kind of wants to find out for themselves about Girl Grown or kind of get in touch with you in any way from listening to this and might think, oh, I, I, I might like to get involved. What's sort of the best ways of contacting you? Uh, for me, well, for Girl Grown yeah. is uh, just girlgrown at gmail.com. That is the yeah. best way. Or... You, might, you might want to spell that because the R's <laughs> and the N's. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hope you've got a pen and paper, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> it is girl but g-r-r-r-l and then grown g-r-o-a-n-n-n <laughs> the rule of freeze or yeah. rule of freeze or something you know I, if, ever, if, if ever get that they can just email me at indie midlands at gmail yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know instagram twitter you know very very active on that so yes know, whatever that's send a message Okay, great. And sort of like from a personal point of view, obviously, Richard, if anyone wants to follow Indie Midlands, what's your kind of handles? 
uh, in the Midlands, surprisingly yep. enough. <laughs> Keep it simple. <laughs> I, I, I gave you some thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> and for Bryony as well, yourself, like if they want to sort of catch your music as well. Oh, yeah. Um, so uh, Bryony Williams, just, you know, on Spotify or or um, Facebook or The Life of Bryony on Instagram. Okay, great. Yeah, or just, you know, a Google search. Yeah, I think more people should just say it. Just Google it. <laughs> <laughs> I've talked enough. Just Google it. <laughs> yeah, well. I mean, just, just something to work for us, lads. Yeah. You know, we don't do it for ourselves. You've got to find us. Yeah. <laughs> Well, brilliant. Richard, Bryony, it's been amazing talking to you. Thank you so much for taking the time and chatting with me on Inside the Industry. Thank you. Pleasure. No problem. Great. Yes. So that's that done now. (laughs) So there you have it. Hopefully you enjoyed our first conversation and our first episode of Inside the Industry. Um, It was a brilliant chatting to both Richard and Bryony they're just both incredible people and have just formed something that can be a real real positive force in the local music scene so yep be sure to go give them a like and a follow on all their social medias um, including the Indie Midlands page as you'll be getting notifications on there too and just you know help them achieve the goals that they have humbly set themselves so once again hopefully you've enjoyed Inside the Industry Um, if you're looking forward to more don't you worry I've got some brilliant interviews lined up including next week when I'll be dropping my interview with Imran Khan, the brains behind the brilliant organisation in Nottingham called Fusion which helped to kind of put the artists first and just selflessly give and give and give to help promote unsigned and independent music in the area so to be sure not to miss that episode and to kind of let me know what you thought of this episode please be sure to subscribe and leave a comment just let me know what you thought about the episode and just how excited you are for the next one Um, but no um, if you would like to give us a like and a follow on Barstool Music, you can. Our social medias are at Barstool underscore music for Twitter and Instagram or at Barstool Music UK for good old Facebook. You can also get in touch with me, Barstool Music UK at gmail.com. If you're a member of the music industry and you'd like to chat about a project you're doing or something you're trying to help in your local area. So, yeah, I look forward to hearing from you. And until next week, I've been Luke Knowles. You've been listening to Inside the Industry. Um, hopefully you'll keep safe. Don't forget to tune in Wednesday nights 10pm on Switch Radio for the Barstool Music Show. And to play us out, here is the debut release from Girl Grown. It comes courtesy of Inez and it's called Used To Be. Hope you enjoy it and see you next week. I would have loved to meet you last week at the arcade. I know you're really busy with work. Nowadays, maybe next time.
Dumb 